Welcome to Sex and, and the, the sex. sex. In the Sex. In the sex. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was nice. This is a Sex and the City podcast uh, where we watch all the episodes of Sex and the City and we talk about them afterwards. Uh, my name is Anna Wolf. I'm a comedian and an actor and I've seen all Sex and the City many times. My name's Evie Majumder and I'm a comedian um, and I have seen the episode so many times. So many times. <laughs> uh, my name's Jordan. I am, I was gonna, oh my god, uh, I'm a comedian and I have never seen the episodes. I'm watching them for the first time now, which is really exciting. And this episode is called Are We Sluts? <laughs> Are you? Um, I definitely think I, in terms of like slut, as in terms of like highly sexual and stuff like that, I think I can completely relate to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How about you, Abby? I, I feel like, um, I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast too, that uh, I've, I've, I feel like I've had like long relationships most of my life, but then in the periods that I haven't, um, I've been a huge slut. So, <laughs> so good. If anything, so like good. being in a long-term relationship, like I'm just constantly yearning to just be a massive slut and just like fuck around. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, that is like, even though I love being in my relationship and we're monogamous, ATM and um like it's really nice but it's still like I think like fucking a bunch of people is such a beautiful fun thing to do especially while you're young Mm -hmm. or even while you're older just be like fun experiences doing this dumb thing that we do so we can like come and like express intimacy with new people it's just really fun it's just so much fun it's like such a fun video game it's totally fun I like the game of it more but I feel like I never like um fully enjoys I, I like it takes me ages to like have sex with one person and then be able to like come so I feel mm. like um yeah for me it's more like the feeling of like not like not that I've not wanted in my relationships um but just like that whole I guess the game of it yeah I I agree I think it's like I think there's been very little times where the first time I've had sex with someone I've like come but mm. I've definitely enjoyed the first time I've had sex with yeah someone. you know what I mean I've definitely yeah, been totally. like this is so much fun I'm gonna like fake an orgasm <laughs> like because I'm just having the best time just being yeah. so joy yeah. Yeah. anyway um but yeah I think yeah and then going into becoming an adult and becoming sexually powerful and being like oh I'm really comfortable in my sexuality now I'm gonna fuck a bunch of people and it's gonna be so much fun and I'm gonna feel so hot like have you ever like just had sex and like it's almost like it's a more for you than the other person you know what yeah, I, mean? I mean that's yeah. how probably guys fuck all the time but like when you have those moments where you're like I just feel so hot right now I'm feeling so good about myself like I think that's what I enjoyed about you know being a slut sometimes totally definitely and you're allowed to thank you also slut is probably it's a weird it's weird saying slut in this context because I feel <laughs> yeah. like I you know will call you know, you know, we all do that thing where we yeah. use the, the term endearingly um, and stuff like that. But mm. it's weird, like, actually associating it with how much people, like, how much sex you have. Because for me, that's such a foreign, like, dumb thing to think about. Being like, oh, you're a slut because you've fucked a bunch of people. I'm, like, lucky you, like, yeah, like, exactly. get around. Yeah, exactly. A thousand percent. Totally. I feel like it's got, like, I don't know. I, I, I was in a, um, yeah, I was in a, a production where they were really worried about the, of, like, using the phrase slut and like these girls in a sorority were all calling each other slut and I'm like but can we not like reclaim it can we not be like can we not like 
obviously there's negative connotations to the word and whoever like it changes depending on who's using it and in what context there are definitely times like I don't know, like I'm, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is like Broad City and stuff like that where they call each other slut all the time and it's like, congratulations, you know? Yeah, like, like you little like, slut. Yeah, fuck you, totally. slut. Like, get it. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. And I think reclaiming for, I guess, if we're in our circles, it has been reclaimed in a um, mm. way that you wouldn't really. I mean, I think there's still moments where people even that we mix with would be like using it in a negative way or like just just oh like using it in a way that when they're angry they're talking about someone like that but um mm. but overall it's just like yeah mostly I've had, I haven't like seriously called someone a slut for like a really long time so no, it's um, no. So yeah and not of... in a, yeah not in a negative way it's also just like but then if a dude like if a man uh, or, or if anyone was just like you fucking slut or something. Yeah. I was like, you're a slut. Oh, it's really yeah, funny. Really. <laughs> but it's also awful. Or like, if like your parents were like, you're a slut. Definitely. It's like, oh, people oh. definitely use it to like, yeah. And, and having to, yeah. at the root of it, it's really about just shame. And that's still like yeah. really prevalent in female um, identities. or like, yeah, Absolutely. in a lot of identities. So yeah, I think definitely that, even though we've, even though the particular word might be reclaimed, that sense of shame maybe is, um, you know, we've still got a way to work on that. A thousand percent. And people can call someone a slut without calling them a slut. You totally. know, there's so yeah. many ways that women can be shamed for expressing their sexual desires and, and yeah, exploring them. And especially wild. when it's down to like the legal system, even, and the way that that's set up, it's just like, you know, you mm. see, you see that that's still like a legitimate question that people just get asked all the time. Um, when yeah. rape cases happen is, um, you know, what you, what you're wearing, um, somehow putting the onus on the victim. So it's, um, it's hard to change that when our whole society is like built upon things like that. Also like, thank goodness for like feminism. Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. in terms of the fact that we can be like, yes, yeah, slut, you little slut, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And like literally like 30 years ago, if someone called you a slut, like, you know I'll, you know it would be such a shameful thing and like mm. how do you and I feel like with that those that kind of like language it's so hard to defend yourself because mm. it's like well if you're like no I'm not like what does that mean and if it's like well totally. yeah if like it's like, like and also like what does like a slut mean for a woman as well mm. like in terms of the negative connotations around it doesn't mean that you're not a virgin doesn't yeah. mean that like you know you have sex a lot doesn't mean that you're wearing like you know i've been called a slut mm. when i was a fuck i was a virgin until i was 18 like yeah. i'm sure i was called a slut like a hundred times before then and like but i guess that's like where like it's just a way to bring down women but i guess it's uh, but thankfully because of all like the like the slut walks and like mm. because of all these like reclaiming mm. of female sexuality and stuff like that which has been going on for decades and decades and decades you know yeah. um it's it's like I feel pretty lucky that this episode has dated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, totally, definitely. It's um, like the discussion had to happen, and it's yeah. also like interesting. Even like, yeah, it's just like interesting thinking about it outside of our context. Like, um, when I go to like visit my family in India and stuff, and that's like you know obviously a whole different um social system and that's yeah different it's not that it's all black and white but there is like you know obviously huge problems there with um women uh still being called that for like the tiniest thing and that's like it has like serious like you know danger and safety repercussions for them as well um so i think you know like my grandma um was always like she's probably the first like like really strong like staunch feminist i've met um mm -hmm. and she always kind of 
like, you know, if I shake, if I was sitting there shaking my leg, it was like, she had all these like olden day concepts where that's because she needed to be like that fucking tough to like be a strong woman in that society. So like, if I sit, um, you know, shaking my leg on the chair, she's like, don't do that. It's like, and basically the connotation is just like, you know, you're a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your leg because you're not you're not presenting yourself as this like educated, um, sensible you're woman. You're so horny. You're so horny. Can't stop moving. Whoa! Like oh jumping out of your sheet. Um, <laughs> so I was like introduced to that concept sort of early. Not that she said it explicitly, but I kind of. It's like it's just in different contexts. It's like totally. People use it for social safety as well. Mm. Mm, totally. Have you ever like? Have you guys ever been? Because there's some groups that I've been in where I feel like a virgin, and then other groups where I'm like. <laughs> Am I the slut? Oh my <laughs> like, god! Where I'm like, I really am carrying this flag, and I'm I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely. It's it like depends on the people. Oh, absolutely. I there's yeah. I feel like when I'm around, like Pat, for instance, I until that I feel like I'm a virgin because I think Pat. I think also with that friendship as well. Like I think I was really slutty when he was not slutty, mm. and then I was in a long term relationship when he went through his like massive slutty phase mm. um so in different situations yeah with him i'm like oh my god my number is so much lower than yours um yeah. and then i'm like you're a fucking slut <laughs> well actually an instance where i heard this word this week um and it like kind of shocked me because um uh basically long story short this is like cat that i love um that's been like hanging out at my house heaps um it's a boy not d-sex so i'm just like uh, our neighbors like it's just like this woman that i don't know what her deal is but she is always like at our house being like is my cat there um and yesterday when she came it was hanging out with this other cat that also i call them timon and pumba but it's just like really cute they hang out and she's like i'm like oh i think he's coming here because this cat's always here as well and she picked him up and was like oh no, have you been slutting around um, to this cat? And I was like, do I say that to tomorrow? <laughs> then I was just like getting really defensive. I'm like, no, it's like, you didn't, you let your freaking cat out. And then also she started freaking out about him having kittens. She's like, is that other cat a girl? I don't know. I'm like, you shouldn't have to freak out about this. Go get your cat de-sex. Like it's not, um, <laughs> it's not its problem if it's like following nature's call and like um, mating with even though I was secretly hoping that it was um, all working to plan because then it would mean that I'd probably have kittens in my house, which would be sick. Um, <laughs> but it was just a lot of feelings going on, but it was like the first time I heard it just like being casually used in like a serious way, even though it was towards this cat, I felt like <laughs> defending mm. it. Totally. Oh it's my God. so funny. <laughs> Especially used against an animal. You're like, it's a fucking cat. Like, it's like <laughs> it means no ill. It's just a cat. <laughs> It's that a boy is, cat. That is like so a... weird as well as like imagine like slapping a dog across the face and being like you're a slut because she's like pregnant with puppies. It's like yeah. that Rick and Morty episode where he calls that dragon a slut. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, it's wild. Um, Anna, I think it's your turn to read. I feel like every time it's my turn to read. Is, is it? it? I think oh, yeah, you like... did do the last one, but if it's up, then go for it. Evie, you can do it if you want to. You just say so. <laughs> By our friend, no. AGF Visits. No, go for it, go for it. Carrie can't understand why Aiden doesn't want to sleep with her and then feels jaded when she finds out that Aiden doesn't go for sex for the old-fashioned reason he's still romantic. <laughs> she wonders She wonders if modern Manhattan girls like her are just sluts. 
And he is serious. Or as Samantha suggests, becoming just a friend. Does that make sense? No, but it, the thing with KGF is that it look it makes sense after you've said yeah, it. Like you have yeah. to, you understand the thought process. Yeah, the absolutely. sentence structure is a bit. Out it's of like way. every yeah. sentence is a tongue twister. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Charlotte has a great lover, a gentle gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> with one flaw without knowing it he calls her a bitch and a whore <laughs> when she tells the poor boy when she tells the poor boy tells the poor boy he's as horrified as she and struck impotent okay Miranda discovers she has chlamydia so she calls all her 42 partners and Steve's uh, no, 42 partners and Steve suffers an intimate test despite being monogamous one of Samantha's countless dates accidentally allowed a violent robber into her posh building as soon as the other tenants find out she feels shunned um I want to talk about briefly, um, or, or as brief as we need it to be, um, Charlotte's situation as well. I found that very funny because firstly, I just find it hard to believe that you don't remember. Oh, I just thought that was too far. The fact that he couldn't come without saying, without calling her that, like without that happening. I'm like, I feel like you did remember. Like it, it almost felt like he was playing dumb. He knew. I, I was looking at Alex. Yeah. My uh, boyfriend was um, watching this episode with us. And I, I was like looking at his facial expressions during this um, because he got like a fucking slut. No, no, no because, uh, because he was just like pulling his face. like, what the fuck? Like, as if, of course, you know. Of course, you know what yeah, you say when you're coming. Yeah, exactly. like, there's no way that you totally. get like such a wave of euphoria that you forget your own fucking name or whatever. Mm. It's like, Unless you're Bella Swan. Yeah, well, there <laughs> you go. Definitely. <laughs> and it's, it was interesting for me. I feel like um, it's sort of something that gets normalized. I feel like I was like, oh, that's kind of like, you know, people just say stuff during sex. But um, I remember the first time I got called a slut during sex. Um, even though like it was just like with my boyfriend in year twelve. Um and wait, 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 you were in year twelve? I was in year twelve. Was, oh. I was, was just like doing it doggy and um he was just like, Yeah, you little slut, like blah. And then I was just like I remember it being really jarring. I'm like, how come I'm the slut when you're just like doing the same thing as me? Um, but I did I hadn't, you know, like watched any porn or done anything then, so I didn't know it was like a like, you know, quote unquote normal thing to say. Um but it was really jarring at first, and then I was like, kind of just got used to it, and now I probably like. You're just like, like, why are you bringing this like, up now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, you knew this about me before. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you had sex before you started watching porn. Yeah. So what was that like? Because that's I, I just like say, that is so. That, yeah. I only started watching porn when I was like twenty-three, maybe. 20 yeah. Years getting used to porn culture was like a big deal for me i was like so offended like when i found out my second boyfriend was like watching porn it like broke me <laughs> I, was like, I was just so young and naive and i was just like wrote an essay about it i like texted my friends i was just like you know having a whole feminist movement and like all of this stuff and it's just because it was so unfamiliar to me that it just felt like the biggest betrayal um and i was like you know obviously there's something wrong with me and all of this stuff um but then when I started watching it myself, um, I feel like, yeah, that just normalized it a lot more. And I was like, oh, I get this. Like, I get why that's happening. But yeah, once you I came, you're like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm just like, now that I'm addicted, I'm just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what, but, but like what was that like because what were your expectations of sex was it just like from movies and stuff because i know like yeah. porn isn't real yeah um but i think that's why it'd be really confusing i think i was just really lucky that my first boyfriend was like yeah he hadn't watched i mean he said that he hadn't watched so much but um but i feel like we tried to watch it together one time and it just i was like crying because it was just like some like really like fucked up stuff like you know he wasn't in like the feminist section or anything (laughs) (laughs) so it was just like some like really brutal shit and i was just like wow um but he was always i think little slips like that with like saying slut and stuff um that's what was like weird to me because i hadn't watched porn before but um but generally it was like a pretty like loving and like cute, like, you know, first relationship. So it wasn't like anything gross, but I would feel like the amount of, I went to like a porn lecture for work, um, like not this work, but before. And this woman was doing a PhD on it. And she was just saying like the disturbing, she's all for it and stuff. And like, you know, healthy exploration, but through her studies, um, she's seeing that like the, yeah, the trend is towards like, extreme violence and not only that but it's like the woman liking it and it's like these women just get like battered and like get paid heaps but like um some of these women like you know have like physical damages and stuff but it's always shown portrayed as like them liking it and that's the sort of like turn on so it's like if you're she was just giving she was just like yeah if your kid like grows up thinking this is normal it's like really hard for the girl to kind of express themselves because um it's almost like it's a hot thing if they don't like it. So that was really scary to me feeling like young girls these days. Um, if your first sexual encounter is not with like a loving partner and shit. Um, and there's just like some guy who's just using you like a porn video. That would be really hard. Yeah. I don't think you can like the, you can enjoy porn whilst also accepting that the totally. negative connotations and how there's like definitely darker sides to porn as well. I also definitely. just realized I just watch lesbian porn. Yeah, like I never watch straight porn. Like I well, was like, that's the big difference because if you look at because I feel like all my searches are in like the more like you know essential like um, massages and shit. Um, whereas like if you like just went on like if you went to like the darkest corners of porn, it's like really mm. fucked. So mm. there's just different. Um, I guess educating people and even like looking for what would be a more realistic porn site would be good or something. Mm, yeah, definitely. Just interesting because mm. I guess. So did yeah. you watch heaps of porn before you had Yeah, to- I think I started watching porn when I was like in year nine. So mm. I think maybe that's why I was like hypersexual <laughs> and like talking about <laughs> sex all the time and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I think because like someone, I think I just like like looked up like porn in the internet mm. and then like just started watching like Red Tube because like boys at our school would watch Red Tube and that's what I watched. Yeah. And I just like find porn that I liked yeah and I, I remember the first time I was like the first time I saw porn I found porn magazines in my brother's room um and it was really confronting because it was just like mm. full vag open like girls like it was like anyway sorry I don't mean to like bring up my brother <laughs> like but you know yeah, it was just no, porn I just had never totally. seen like that before and that was really confronting I was like whoa yeah. um but I think I was still a teenager then and then I started watching like porn online and um yeah I think there was some like the first time I was kind of watching it yeah I was like oh like that's really like in your face because like a lot of zooming on shit yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> um and then I think I like found some like I like kind of like like the really like Vaseline over the camera porn like I really enjoyed that for a period of time because it wasn't yeah. so and then I also really like store like porn that just has like a really good narrative yeah like that would get <laughs> like me into the it best. yeah so storytellers yeah well, <laughs> definitely but, yeah I think um but then I, I definitely think it shaped 
some of the way I had sex just in terms of, but I also masturbated really young too. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I think, I don't know. I don't think it like shaped, like, I think I definitely took on like pornish aspects when I was having sex a lot with my first boyfriend, mm. but it wasn't too, I was like still coming a lot and I don't think it, yeah. it wasn't ever too rough or anything like that. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely think maybe I definitely took on aspects of porn with sex. Absolutely. Definitely. I think I've found like erotic stories before. I, I remember reading them heaps when I was like um, younger. So I feel like with my first boyfriend, there was actually a confining aspect in that it was like, I think it fucked with his head and that um, he just thought like doing anal was like a sign of love. And that oh it was God. like, there's like this huge, I just remember like in no other relationship has it ever been like, it, you know, anything that's even brought up that much. Um, but like in that first one, it was like, it was just like some goal to be attained was just like, you know, we've got to get here because that's what's normal. Um, so I remember that being like a pressure, but then because I'd been reading erotic stories for so long, I was like obsessed with role play. <laughs> and so it's like, and- it was hard on him because it's like, why do we always have to pretend to be someone else? He's like, I just want to be me and you. And this is like the time where we were like closer to breaking up. And I was like, this is what I want to forget. Like we need to- <laughs> no, you're a doctor and I'm a nurse. Um- <laughs> role play is so fun though. And it's so attractive. Yeah, yeah. I- love role play role it doesn't even be like full-on it's just like words i feel like i'm way more attracted to just like some sort of like story like forbidden thing than um <laughs> than totally. just like, let's just be loving and myself but i know that i did like rein it in sometimes no that's i know i think role play's <laughs> so cool and also yeah the, the discovery that anal like doesn't you don't need to have anal like not that i mm. did a lot of anal or anything like that but mm. like just like being like oh like no, actually, that doesn't have to be up on the table for regular sex. Totally. Like, or you don't have to be worried about that becoming a regular thing or whatever. Mm. It was, like, I think a big realisation for me too because I was like, oh, like, mm, you know what, not not really a fan. Mm. And I've, I think I've, I've done, mm. like, something like that, like, probably, like, once or twice mm. and just being like, oh, I don't really enjoy this. Why am I, like, thinking yeah. that I might have to do it in the future when I don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that was also a good realization. But I also I, was, I think I was also very lucky in terms of I was always always felt very comfortable to say what I did and didn't like in sex. Mm. I'm I'm sure my I was able to like build up that confidence, but I like from the get go was a bit like, oh that doesn't feel very good or whatever or like that does feel good. Yeah. I, I felt like sleeping with people that I didn't really know or care about helped me communicate as well. Totally. Because mm. it was like there's no like I'm not holding any like weight in this blah 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 I never really like did especially with guys I didn't really do role plays maybe like for like a couple words but I always felt like I was like playing a role when I like was having sex with these men anyway like I definitely like the way that I am when I'm like having sex is so which is what I find like interesting with Charlotte is like she I don't, there's no, not that there's a complete separation, but she can't separate herself Mm. from the bedroom in a way. So like someone call, which isn't to negate the way that she feels, but I, Mm. I find that personally, like I separate myself so much. I'm like having sex and stuff like that. So things like dirty talk and stuff like that. I'm like, really comfortable with because i'm like i'm already here yeah (laughs) absolutely and it's like you don't need to talk about it after i mean if you want to of course um but it's like i feel like that space can be um 
like yeah you can be imaginative and it doesn't mean that you necessarily want those things in real life or like yeah. that if someone was seriously saying that to me I'd be like turned on but it's just like a more just like a yeah like a break from reality I guess yeah just why like yeah I don't know I don't know if this makes sense but like also like consent is like a constant thing mm. I find when I'm having sex which is why like, when like men complain that consent takes the sexiness out of it I'm like in what world like I just don't (laughs) yeah Yeah. I don't know there's something anyway everybody has a different sexual experience and you should figure out how to work consent Mm. obviously into however you experience sex but I just like I'm like can you not can you not yes and yeah like (laughs) literally and also like so much of like sex talk is like yeah does that feel good you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. So, and I guess men are like, when girls are like, actually, could you like just, and they're like, shut the fuck up! Like, yeah, you're so yes. sensitive. Could you just like move up a little bit and like not go so hard? I think they're being cancelled. No, whatever! <laughs> fuck you, bitch! Like, you're yeah. a slut. Like, you're like, this dick is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it's, it's really, and also sex can be so funny too. Like, it's so funny when you're like, oh my god. You're still not on it. And they're like, oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, it's gorgeous. I love that. <laughs> definitely there's so so many different kinds of sex there's so many different like Mm. like not just like in terms of positions but like in terms of like your mood if you're laughing if you're like Mm. passionate if you're like just like getting the job like there's so many different moods that you can be in or like ways to have sex yeah i don't think that charlotte is wrong obviously for no. not enjoying that i think that he is being a dickhead when he's like i can't remember because yeah i think that also plays into the fact that like men have no control when they're yeah. in that sexual environment i it's think bullshit. it was just like a really yeah it was just sort of like i mean it's it kind of is the cornerstone for like bringing about this discussion of like sluts and um whores mm. and stuff to the rest of the storylines but yeah they didn't i think they were trying to just like make it like a funny kind of byline sure, where definitely. um where they were hitting on something real but it wasn't really executed that well and i guess at the time as well people watching the critics and stuff and people following sex in the city would be calling them these like slutty women i'm sure it got thrown mm. around so much yeah. i think they did a pretty good job at addressing it for the time because i feel like i feel like they never say that they are sluts or like they mm, never they no. never or they know they kind of are like yeah well we are sluts like you know even like with like charlotte <laughs> like with charlotte exactly they are like they're like when she's like oh you know am i a slut or whatever when they're having food yeah like yeah bitch <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like well you do sleep with a lot I of know, men and like you're not married so i guess like totally you're a slut it's funny when like um some there's like please if you're that's why i kind of that's what was my um favorite part of the episode was um samantha's sort of process throughout this whole thing so when um because it's like you kind of just she just plays it really well on her face and she first gets she kind of like freaks out about how she's let this like gunman or like whatever into the building behind this guy that she's invited up and you can see her starting to like like turn that over in her head and then when she makes that offhand comment at breakfast um just being like you know if you're a slut then what am i and (laughs) twiddling their food she's just like come on guys um i think yeah it's really fun someone who is sort of so has that kind of shield on all the time um and prides herself on being a slut basically um I think it's interesting and it brings more a three-dimensional view to her character, just um, her having to really process not just what being a slut, I guess, means, like the effects of that slut shaming, but also tied in with this, like what effect it's having on other people, I guess, in a way, but it's good that she comes out in the end um, triumphant and realizing it's not her fault. And also like caring, like, 
Yeah, because yeah, after she says that, and it's such a funny line. Mm. I feel like if I was her friend, I'd be like, "Whoa, to rat, yeah. or like I'd be like, "Hey, yeah, beautiful lady, that's what you are," or being like, "Yeah, yes. you got some good kitty cat, like your vag is mm. nice, or whatever." Mm. Like I think, but then her friends like look down at eating their food, and I guess that's that, that uncomfortability around it. But also like, and then you see, yeah, you, exactly, you see Samantha kind of have this moment being a bit like, "Well, like well, okay, yeah." But, like, I think that is nice. Yeah, like, I'm literally just repeating what you said. Um, but I, uh, it, it is nice because, again, it shows that moment of, like, even though you can be super empowered, like, with your sexuality and stuff mm. like that, especially at that age, there is still that weird judgment or shame there. Or if it's if people aren't judging you or shaming you, as soon as you kind of tap into the fact that they could be, there's, yeah. like, this whole, like, I don't know, like, Catholic guilt or, like, some kind of bullshit, like, where society's, like you totally. can't be sexual and a woman unless you're married unless yeah. you're you know just doing it to like help your husband like what is it like honestly I think, I think Carrie is a good example in this episode of um just like you kind of even though she's like annoying in different ways um you kind of can't blame her for being trapped in these different social like I guess constructs because um on the one hand you know, like her whole, she like goes into a spiral thinking about whether she's a slut because um, Aiden's not having sex with her. And Samantha on the one hand is like, you know, feeding into her ear being like, well, if you're not sleeping together, then you're just going to become friends. And if, if you don't like act in this window, you're going to like lose him. And so she's st- dealing with that. On the other hand, Aiden, who this is like, I know I'm like kind of, it's like kind of all making sense to me now. Why I just didn't like him as like, uh, when I watched this series earlier, um, I just feel like, it's not that it's, he's not done any crime, but he is a little bit pious and it's just like, stop smoking. Like I'll decide when we get to have sex because I've been hurt before. And it's just like, it's just like this kind of like, she's basically begging him to have sex with her. And he's just like, no, well, tonight might be the night. And I've just like kept this from you the whole time. But, um, yeah. you know, like that kind of just like withholding um, good guy, like good guy on quotes. So she's like, you know, stuck between that and then Samantha saying this. So it's like, you can kind of just see how those things play upon someone and your mind. Yeah, yeah, you get you do get kind of trapped in that thing of like, oh, does he want to fuck you right now because you're so hot, or is he? Yeah. Uh, is he willing to wait because you're actually ugly? Yeah. <laughs> or like, but then like at the same time, is he waiting because he cares about you or like? Well, it's like yeah, he's yeah. not dealing with any of these. Like he's just like he's just like um, I'm just gonna wait. I mean, he's dealing with some social constructs for sure, but I kind of just felt for her and that like he can't win. It's like yeah, yeah, like, you just can't he- win it either way. He has all the control. Like, that's a bullshit. Like, he gets to... It's exactly what you said. He gets to decide. He's withholding. Mm. She has to be like, what does this mean? Like, he doesn't communicate Mm. effectively. And he does eventually being like, I just want to make this special. But also, that's bullshit. Like, I think the whole idea... And, like, we still deal with it. Like, literally, Mm. like, in terms of when we were growing up being like, oh, like, when do you hook up with a guy? Like, oh, you've been dating this long. Give him a hand job. Like, blah, 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 whatever. Like, in high school (laughs) bullshit. Like, not that I really had to deal with any of that um but like yeah I think it's so funny this idea of like not having sex because you want like to really get to know someone and I don't know I think that's bullshit because I think like sex is such an important part of getting to know someone and it's cool if you do it it's cool if you do it but it's like you know if you feel like you want to wait of course that's totally fine but it's Mm. just like that kind of like being all coy about it and then he's like we've only been dating a week and a half like is it romance something like you know like hold your hold your horses girl like chill out that kind of vibe it gave me yeah and yeah you're right it's like like um taking romance out of having sex with someone sooner just being like Mm. you can't be romance if you've 
fucked on the first yeah. date. Of course it can be romantic. You know what can be really romantic is like fucking someone on the first date um, and like you are on your period and you had sex anyway yes. and then you went and had a really nice breakfast the next day and they dropped you home. Like that's like so yeah. nice. That's like so <laughs> romantic. Totally. It's a bit of a long-term relationship. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how Alex and I totally. had sex the first time. Oh, he did that? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. And that can be a nice thing and it's like, also, I don't know, like young, because I, um, you know, like young people, I feel like it does still, I was surprised that it still plays in their mind, but I think it is like still a thing that girls think about in high school and stuff. Um, like whether they're giving themselves away. It, it's like this like whole concept of like the first time you have sex has to be really special. And it's like literally the first time I had sex, I was like drunk. I had like scabs on my knees. <laughs> it was at my primary school reunion and I had like, I did it in the bushes with this like random guy. Um, and I had scabs on my knees for weeks and this like annoying like family friend told me it wasn't a good look. And I was like, fuck <laughs> off. I'm like, <laughs> I am literally like trying to just live my life here in like, you know, year 12 or whatever. Like, yeah, I got scabby knees, but like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the first the first time I had sex was like in a bunk bed. Like not even it was yeah. it wasn't a bunk bed, it was on those beds that like had a desk underneath and it, like a bed on top. Yeah. Like a guy that I took home from like rat no, it wasn't rats, it was laundry bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you were you were I was in the shed. You was in the shed. <laughs> he put me in a shed with another girl. Julia. And we watched yeah, we watched Beavers and Butthead. And then in the morning I came because we had to go do our RSA. RSA and I came in and I was like, Oh no? well it was like that was like my first time having sex but then i was like you know that guy was really like standoffish and was like no i don't i, I said no strings attached like after Fuck off. i know but like literally the week after i um met like a few weeks later i'd like met and like slept with my first boyfriend who was like you know ended up being like a year and it sort of like i still feel like that first time of like having sex with him was still kind of like my first time because i was basically a virgin um so that's what i remember as well but it's like i kind of it's like it's just how to get out of girls heads that it doesn't matter the first like your first time is not going to be great or it could be who knows doesn't matter at all yeah and also just like the idea of virginity and like mm. the the way that like you have to be penetrated yeah. in order to like and in order to either like experience something incredible or to have your purity taken away and like also like that really like fucks with people who've been like sexually assaulted yes. and stuff like that to be like well then now your first time is actually this yes. and that the word virgin should never have been invented. It's like, yeah. why? The word virgin is like just fucked over so many people and exactly. so many lives. It was like a, a merit, uh, like a, what, a measurement of purity. So totally. Like, Thanks, God. Bible. Yeah, um, fuck you. Yeah, legit. <laughs> legit, it's fucked up. Um, yeah, I think that Charlotte is fine. <laughs> Charlotte's sex yeah. looks so shit though like oh my god and she's just like she's like looking up at him like like <laughs> she's just smiling at him like she looked like she was wearing something a bit weird in the second time as yeah, well yeah she was like a really she... papery dress yeah she's wearing yeah. like a um oh it looked like a singlet maybe it was a papery dress I don't know it could have been yeah. a papery singlet I don't know <laughs> it just looked just weird like shit yeah, and she's on her quest. She's always like that investment banker that I met at my art collector's young meet or whatever. And it's just sort of like it's hard to have sympathies because she's just like going. She's just like going after like men who are like rich and can like fulfill mm-hmm. her like wife dreams or whatever. But um, but that's fine. I think um, what was I gonna say? Miranda's uh, Miranda's storyline here is like super relatable. I feel in this episode. Yes. Yeah. So Miranda, not not for me. 
<laughs> As in, like, I've never, ha- I haven't had an STD. Well, well, okay, you say that now. <laughs> as we know have you been checked I, i've been checked so many times i get so paranoid about this shit um <laughs> so yeah we've um i've had heaps of checks but um but i yep. feel like that fear of having to tell people is just like really relatable i, f- I would hate to have to i mean nowadays it would be like really weird i guess it would be like what the fuck you're telling me after like five years um but at the time it would be terrifying part of me thinks that i would like love it like in a way just having like, to tell people. Like, oh my up. god yeah totally <laughs> so funny and also like someone having to admit that they had sex with you well, yeah which is yeah. like a sad thing but it's been like remember we fucked no but it's like never forget never forget <laughs> um but yeah so yeah miranda has a uh she realized that she has chlamydia and then she mm-hmm. has to tell all of her just tell her current boyfriend, Steve, and tell all of her ex-lovers, um, I guess, that she might have given them the mm-hmm. chlamydia, the clap, right? Is chlamydia the clap? I don't know. Is it? <coughs> so. The clap. I think it makes so. Makes sense. So nice. Clap it's video. not, I don't think it is, is it? Or oh, maybe it is. Well, is the clap I'll, herpes? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. You guys point is, it's like, it's like such a, um, a fucked thing because it makes women infertile and men have no symptoms oh my god <laughs> so they like it's like the ultimate like fuck yeah. boy um spell where they just run around giving women chlamydia because they just looked up symptoms for men and they're like oh it's actually not that bad and they never actually call anyone totally yeah um, good on her for just doing it for just yeah, like sitting I down like- going through the list and having a laugh until like the the final phone call but like yeah. The, uh, sorry, yeah, just quickly. Well. Chlamydia um, is the clap. <laughs> Gonorrhea is the clap. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it like a clap. Well, the one that's really annoying also is HPV because girls can just, it can like, I think it can be bad. I can't remember exactly, but I can give like you it cancer. Can give yeah, you cancer. Yeah, it can be cancer. Totally. And men can't even get tested for it. So it's just like you can't, like you could just be spreading it and not even, there's no way for you to get tested for it. So it's just on the onus on, on, on the girl to do it. Yeah, like HPV is like, is, I think it's, yeah, cervical cancer. You can get mm-hmm. it and you can just, and when you get cervical cancer, you're like, like, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. real bad. You can yeah. like fucking die, like ASAP yeah. as well. Yeah. I hope we all got the. T- I ho- <laughs> uh, Can you that's die a fucking after? stage four mood. <laughs> oh my god, my um, brain. I think we all got. I feel like when I was in year twelve, we got some sort of shot for cervical cancer. But we did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, I wasn't like away from. Yeah, school. I got that. What does that mean? I'm thinking about that now. Does that mean we can't get it? No. I think it's just like less. I think it helps. Right. I don't know if it's. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, 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 okay. But I can't remember if I, I was there at school. Hopefully I didn't like wag or something. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> like that. Well, I remember we had to get like three different or two or three different injections for the cervical cancer vaccine. Yeah. And I was just really scared that maybe I missed one. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. And you know when they, like, you ever have to write on forms like what, you know, vaccines you've had? Have you had? Yeah. I don't fucking know. I, I just, never like, know. Up. Totally. It's, it's You just never. And then my parents don't even know. And they are like super organized about everything. But like one time I was like, um, shaving my leg in the shower and it was like this like rusty old um like razor and I just was like doing it so like haphazardly and just like scraped off this huge part of my skin oh. then went out all night and like came back with this like fucking sore leg oh my <laughs> like, god fucked and they were like <laughs> they felt like bad parents because they couldn't remember I didn't yeah they couldn't remember if like I had the tetanus shot or not um oh so I was god. like yeah this is your fault um <laughs> 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 
Um, I haven't finished my whooping cough and I didn't realize until I got a strain of whooping cough when oh, I was like no. 13. And my parents were like, oh yeah, you had an allergic reaction so they couldn't finish off the whooping cough vaccination. You finished now though, haven't you? No. You like, need, you I can't get that. it. I've had whooping cough though. Oh, is that mean like you I had it? Yeah. I haven't but had. So still um, carry. I got I got a strain of um the, I I had a strain of whooping cough which is called paraphytosis, mm. um and I had enough of the vaccination that they're like you won't get whooping cough, but I got a strain which is called paraphytosis when I was thirteen. Oh, but can you still carry it on to someone else? I don't think so because when I had it, the doctors were like, "That's fine. You just have to wait it out." It was like three months of like coughing my lungs up, and then it was fine. That's oh. all good. Just because yeah. when I when I when I met Rudy, I had to get a whooping cough. Yeah. Um, well, with um. I didn't ever have chicken pox vaccine and I haven't had chicken pox. Why? Oh my God. You need to get it. Is that really bad? You hang out with some eight-year-olds. You got to get it early. <laughs> do you have to get it now rather than when you're older? Because it's bad if you're older. Maybe. Maybe I should do it ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> you are like a teacher as well. People no, I don't want to get chicken pox. Can I just get the vaccine? Oh, yeah, get the vaccine. Oh, you yeah. Can get the vaccine? Oh, yeah, do that. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe they don't do it anymore because they have vaccines. But like, parents used to throw like chicken pox parties because they're just like, let's whack it out. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah, that's smart because you don't want to get it as like an idea old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So Samantha calls this one guy, and he's he's like a stereotypical like, why would I? You mean Miranda? Miranda. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Did I say Samantha? Yeah. Did. Oh my god! Every time. Um. Right. Miranda calls that guy the asshole. Yeah. Mm. See the one who was yelling at her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's and had he, dates with him and he had like anger issues. Yeah. yeah. And he was basically like, don't. Why would I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> have the courtesy. He, yeah, he had chlamydia and he didn't tell her. And then she's like probably yeah. spread, spread it around because she's a slut and like to all these people. <laughs> but um, I think they did a good job of like displaying like how annoying it is for women. Like one, I know, like I think Steve did it, you know, like he's like innocent in this case or whatever. And um, just to like get him to, I think they played that conversation well because it is that kind of reasoning in guys' minds where it's like, well, if I don't have any symptoms, why don't I need to get it? And so she's like, well, because we'll just like pass it back and forth between each other. Yeah. What Um, an infuriating conversation. That conversation made me so mad because it was just, again, and even like the, yeah, him being like, well, I don't have symptoms, so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you haven't even asked, okay, what does it do to you? Like, what does that mean for you? You know, because it means she can be fucking infertile. And that's, like, such a scary thing, especially at that fucking age as well. Totally. In your 30s and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, and Sue being like, like, so, I just, like, like, really just being like, seriously, man, can you get, like, get a test? And he's like, maybe. And she's like, no, please (laughs) get a test. You need it. Even the doctor's office. Oh, get over it. Freaking out about, like, a I penis swab. I Fuck don't off. have a penis. I don't know what it's like to get a penis swab. Mm. But I sure have had my fair share of vaginal Shit swabs. Shit stuck clamps, off you, yeah. Scrapes. Hullies. So Fuck much. Off. And yeah. um, so there's that on the one hand, and you've got this angry guy on the other hand being like, no, I didn't even tell you about it. And it's just like, yeah, this is what it's like, trying to freaking, like, convince men to give a shit about STDs. Yeah. And the same with, like, pregnancy pregnancy like it is the fact that it's like uh, well you should have been on birth control or whatever it's like no mm. when you were like you, like it's the same with like that you know how like men now are realizing that if they say that they're wearing a condom 
and then they take off the condom and they have mm. sex with you that's like rape <laughs> like you yeah know? or that's like un- uh, sex without consent yeah, yeah. because yeah. you've just changed the game i was agreeing to this kind of sex and then you fucking took your condom off or in the same or like just this idea of like expecting women to have to like to bear the brunt of like pregnancy or like stis and have to provide condoms mm. or have to be or have to like really ask for a man to wear a condom it's just like so infuriating like because it's a favor yeah like it's a favor because they and it's yeah it's just such bullshit because we have to literally deal with all of the consequences which is yeah. like i'm getting pregnant like that's my body changing or i have to deal with an abortion like it's just mm. it's so stupid when like it takes so long for men to realize that like oh like we should like split this 50 50 or yeah. like mm. you know this is much like safe sex is, has much to do with like me and what i do it's, it's also the fact that vasectomies are so like easy and like you can have it and they're reversible yeah and it just blows my mind that not like men don't all get vasectomies when they're 18 until they're like 30 and then get it reversed mm. i mean i know that's like a scary thought yeah. to get like your little like ball things whatever but like women mm. have to like fucking take the pill it change yourself completely you know yeah. fucks with you you can get a stroke from it it can like make you fucking crazy yeah or you know get an iud and that can like completely fuck with you like or you know get you know it's just like so it's, it's such bullshit so it is and it's but and i feel like a bad not a bad person but like i actually like fucking hate condoms like i just can't it's just like yeah. Yeah. Hate hate condom is like the driest i feel like i'm like allergic to them or something like it's just like, it's like I, I hate it yeah. um so then i'm like even the other day i was thinking about the pill and what we were talking about last episode probably about like whether we um whether it changes you know has, i haven't had any like big any effects that I can tell, but that trips me out as well. I'm like, well, maybe I'd just be like heaps happier if I just wasn't on it or something. Mm. But then I've been on it for so long and like, I just don't know. It's just like so many options and I mean, there's not that many options, but each one is like, has its own issues. So it's just like a difficult space to navigate. Absolutely. I feel like if it's working for you, um, stay on it. Like, yeah, yeah. everything works differently. Like you were saying. Totally. um, My only thing was when I stopped taking the pill, or like whenever I had well, was on the white pill and this could be so like psychosomatic, like mm. bullshit. But whenever I was like not taking the pill, I felt so much better. And I just felt like yeah. way less angry because when I was on the pill, I realized I was just a low level fury all the yeah. time. Yeah, I think I had that when I tried this like fucked one called Yaz. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but it was, I like, was on Yaz. It like yes, made man. me crazy for like one, one month when I was like, my friend like got me like a sneaky <laughs> this is like back in year 12 but it like literally has like made me a different person but now level and i've just i don't really notice much difference between the white and the orange pills um mm-hmm. which is like you know lucky but i know a lot of people have heaps of issues with it so fuck yeah, yeah. stay on level i was on level for a bit and it's not actually year. something like that it's like when you think about it more for me it was really good that i took it at the time um because it's just like you know stop me from taking morning after pills and it was like the best thing that happened for my like sex life um and just general well-being but when i think about it it's like oh it's actually fully like changing my hormones it's not just like an easy like it's not like taking you know like vitamins or something it's just like changes your biology a bit for that time that you're taking it Mm, totally but you're not pregnant so yeah (laughs) she's awesome yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well done well fucking done um and and it begs like the question well I i don't know if we've already covered this but the um that Miranda and Steve start talking about their number Mm, of how many people they've had sex with which like I don't know I don't really like 
care about now and I get like the relevancy of the episode at the time and like it definitely and I there was definitely a period of my life where I did care about it or thought about it but it was more like I should get my number up like it was never like but of course that's because I was like younger and I was still like exploring and stuff like that um but yeah what do you guys think I still think that I still that's the most infuriating thing about being in a long-term relationship that I with someone that I really really care about and love Mm. is the fact that I'm like fuck I want my number to be higher what am I doing I'm like like, literally I'm like why the fuck haven't I fucked so many more people yeah I'm like about to turn 27 and I'm like my number should be like four times as high I should just be like bam 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 like so many different people so many different Mm. experiences but I also, I don't want to like lose my boyfriend because I yeah. love him. It's but just like, that pressure, it. literally it sucks. I feel like I've gone through that pressure myself and other friends at different times. And it's like, if you've, uh, um, you know, if I've got a friend who's been with her boyfriend since like, she was 19. So it's just like, we're like, what? It's almost like eight years now. Mm. Um, and kind of that freaks her out because it's just like, you've just, uh, you know, because we kind of weren't, that close for a few years and now we're super close and it's just like in those few years like me and our other friends just like went out and like did all like the normal 20s stuff um Mm. where she's like oh I should have done that and um but she doesn't want to like let go of this relationship but it's like do we really need to put that extra pressure on ourselves like who says we should be doing xyz anyway because if we look just outside of like the last 20 years people had not that same experience so it's really hard to know what we should be aiming for totally I think it's just one of those things where like I just don't want to end up like divorced at mm. 56 totally and be like fuck <laughs> i could have <laughs> fucked so many more people and, like and i really enjoy that but that's i think that's Definitely. a fear of mine is being like, not fear. enjoying my youth in terms of like me having like a super hot body like fucking a, a bunch of super hot people and like mm. and like even though like and i think it's so dumb and that's where you can go into be like whether or not to be monog like in a monogamous relationship with like a long-term partner or like to be open and all this kind of stuff because i feel like that's just that's literally the only thing that like bugs me well not like literally the only thing that bugs me in my relationship but it's just the one thing of being like fuck like i i hate thinking like wow i wish i could like fuck a bunch of people when mm. I love you so much and I love this relationship so much mm. like like that's something that I find quite frustrating not that I and I don't think about it all the time but when I like when it comes to like yeah like comedy festival time or like you know just times where I don't know like where yeah, this opportunity like, arises and it's like why yeah. the fuck you know I'm like 27 <laughs> or 26 and I'm like why aren't I just like getting it totally and it would probably and what would probably happen as well i'd fuck them and i'd be like oh that was average and then like go back to my boyfriend and be like this is amazing like i love you so much Mm -hmm. and i probably don't need to fuck anyone else like but it's just like the like that kind of thought totally absolutely and that's a little bit i think it's also like this i think if like society changed to like fucking let older women have because i feel like if that in that scenario like if you broke up with your partner at like 50 just say um I feel like they've still got that like in society's narrative they can still be like oh let's go pick up some 20 year old um Mm -hmm. whereas for women for women it's like um your life's over and like you've got to like you know not that it is but it's just like you know um just that that narrative of like now it's going to be really hard for you to find anyone again and like Mm -hmm. be lonely and like sad and invisible to the world and all of this stuff it's just Mm -hmm. like that's the reason why it's so scary because we need to change that for older women but absolutely we can't really just do that ourselves like fucking society needs to do that yeah so that's why samantha is so good oh that's why the show is so good and she just like 
she gets fucking like shamed by these older women who are like it's you bringing these men's in yes um which is you know it's all chance it's chance that that robber came in like yeah. something it wasn't her fault she didn't tell him to hide behind that other guy they're no. looking for something to like this woman who's catches her in the elevator with her poodle and is like mm. i see you in this elevator with a different man every time has been waiting for something like this to happen totally. you know definitely just waiting for something to go wrong and then um she moves because she's sick of it she moves to the meatpacking district, which is yes. like a gay district, which I think is like perfect for Samantha because she's a gay icon. Yes, definitely. So it's called the meatpacking district. Yeah, so good. That's amazing. Um, money. Nah, happy for her. And she's got enough money. Like she's in a rent controlled apartment in the Upper East Side, which sounds amazing. But I'm like, that those women didn't seem like your vibe, Samantha. No. Like, and you you want to be able money. to have people over. Yeah, absolutely yeah i'm happy for her i think she made a good decision um and i'm really glad that we got that the the moment of that woman yelling saying i can't close my left eye (laughs) yeah i can't close my left eye yeah that was funny and it's just funny anyone being yelled at or getting in trouble as a grown woman is very funny totally like older women yelling at a grown woman being like fuck you bitch (laughs) so funny it is Uh, and like and then samantha being like i just want to say something say it to my face and then like immediately has to deal with all that and then it's like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. it goes in the elevator she's so good oh she's so funny they're all so fucking funny except (laughs) carrie's great but she's like not funny Uh, we do love i i I didn't, I didn't love, um, I just referred to myself as the royal we. Lady, so that's how we're going. I'm fucking King Leah yeah. in this situation. We didn't. Um, I didn't love Carrie's uh, looks today. I think I just like, <laughs> I don't know, today. Yeah. I don't know, I think her hair bugs me. Yeah, because I just want her yeah. to have her crazy hair again. Yeah, and it's, it's all crazy. like perfect it's curls. It's so nice. It's mm. like tight curls. And it's just like, I think... Mm. I get that. I feel like, yes, she's, I'm going to giving her the sympathy of like, she's like getting to know this new guy. He seems really sweet and like stable and stuff. Mm. Um, so I guess she's just sort of like plodding along in her storyline. Um, it's really hard to talk about this without thinking about like what comes after and stuff. So um, mm. I'll maybe stop, but um, <laughs> I'll stop. But as it is right now, I get it. It's just like, there are definitely, you can't just say it's like a, romance made in heaven um just because there are different like power plays at hand and he's yeah it's not like he's just like the perfect person either yeah we didn't talk about him drawing the bus yeah it was really weird that was fucking weird that was the most controlling thing ever yeah exactly that's what i thought i was like it's so weird i I, I, like literally alex was laughing because i was like oh my god i'd hate that so much if someone like told me to like like i've drawn you a bath i'd be like well i don't want to have a bath right now why would you (laughs) tell me a bath like being like i've I've got the toilet ready for you to take a shit like (laughs) like, yeah i don't want to shit right now why have you done this it's like she's just like talking she's doing work talking to her friend um and then he's like oh i better like sneak into the bathroom it's just like that kind of like weird tantalizing like man he's just like yeah i'll, I'll think about you naked on the way home but like you'll be here it's just like yeah. why yeah it's like those men that like put balls up women's vaginas and they'll be and like, he's the that- whole reason why there's like the virginity thing in the first place because what yes. is really just it's just like you'll be better for me if you're just like a little like pure thing that's just like in my imagination like not a like whore that 
and I'm fucking. So it's just like, that's the kind of connotation of what he's saying, really. I, I really like that Carrie, like, threw a bit of a hissy fit when she was like, all right, bye, when he, like, doesn't fuck, yeah. like, come in and yeah. fuck her. She's yeah. like, all right, see ya. Like, I think that's great. I think, I think it's so something I would yeah. fucking do. I'd be like, all right, fuck you then. You <laughs> totally. Sorry. I cut you off when you were saying ball up your vagina. For some no, reason. no, I was just saying how, like, no, I was just saying, it's like one of those men that are like, put this up your vagina, and all day I'll be thinking about that you have this up your vagina. Yes, like they do in the bold type, but she does it to herself. Oh yes. my god, yes. 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 Oh my god. She's like, you've got the red mate. It reminds me as well of like women who like uh, th- these aren't these aren't people that I know personally, but I've seen it online where they're like um, take photos and there's like a, a um, rose petal trail from the door to their bedroom and there's like a dress laid out oh, that they've like God. picked out for them and they're like wear this and I'll pick you up and I, I would just like I know that I would just fucking hate whatever my partner selected for me. Of like course, I, especially if I was dating a cis man, like they have. Mm. It, 85% of the time the worst fucking taste especially totally. when it comes to clothes and it's like no well I'm yeah you go Sorry. I'm interested to know is there like the same um expectations at all like these kind of constrictions in like um like not hetero relationships or like is it does that still sort of like play like not having sex on the first date or anything like that is that still a thing no like Kayla and I didn't even date yeah like, <laughs> yeah like we truly just like fucked and that was it totally so there's like, no expectation like that no i think it's different there's like there's also i think i've spoken about this on the podcast like maybe earlier in episodes but there's definitely this like classic story within uh um within like especially like queer women or like queer folk mm. groups where it's like is this a day yeah like, someone can i like especially if a queer person asks you to come like hang out or see a movie and you're like is this a day yeah, I don't know. know if this is a date. Are we <laughs> yeah. dating? And then sometimes people will date, but they and they and it's confusing because you really get along because especially if you're like both queer or both of like a similar or same gender, especially with experiences, like you just get along. Totally. And so you're like, are we just getting along? Are we just friends? Is this like friend excitement? Yeah. Or is this like sexual? And then sometimes it's like it's definitely not sexual, but I want to be friends with you. So I'm going to weirdly pursue this sexual relationship. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like, it's very, it's just a different playing field and you're definitely not like in the same, like, it's um, not like, did you sleep with them on the first night? Um, no, no, it's very thing, yeah. different to that. Um, yeah because the patriarchy isn't like overshadowing everything no i mean the yeah. patriarchy still exists it always it, is yeah and like my partner and i have a very like het norm relationship not to the extent where like one is butch one is femme and we like adhere to like those gender roles <laughs> like, you know what i mean i would love yeah. to see you do that for a day one of you be like wearing heels and like a 1950s housewife oh. dress and one of you wearing a suit <laughs> just like oh, funny answer. just like playing into that yeah. um it probably becomes a kind of kinky role play oh my funny. god I would hate because I'm imagining like Kayla in like a little suit with a vest and I would hate that. Um like just taking you to cotillion or something. Oh my god. Um not that oh my god, anyway, that's an image that (laughs) would be too funny. It's too much. Um yeah, anyway. So like I think that it exists, um, but it is like isn't there it's just different thing yeah 
in a different field. Isn't there also like the stereotype of like, you know, getting yeah, getting into a relationship straight away? If you're Are there different pressures? Yeah. Is it like a different, is there like similar pressures, but like totally different in a way? Yeah. And there's like, also like, there's also like lesbian fuck boys who like, yeah. will like emotionally manipulate a lot of queer people and also use their queer trauma um, as a manipulation point, um, mm. which is a really fucked up situation. If a couple friends of mine, one in particular, was in a relationship with a person who was definitely fu- like very emotionally abusive, even though they never were like in a, an official relationship, you can still be mm. in an emotionally abusive relationship with a um, sex friend. And it was like, and it was a really confusing thing because whenever it like they unpacked it together and unpacked the communication issues, it came down to like um, a, a gendered situation. And it's like, you're kind of put in this impossible position where it's like, you're actually treating me like shit and you're bringing up something that is actually a shared experience between us and making that an excuse. Yeah. But then also you can't erase the trauma that like gender roles and the queerness puts on you. Anyway, yeah. it's interesting, it's but there is, yeah, there is that thing where you just like hook up and get in a relationship and like settle down and blah, blah, blah. And that's mm. also like wh- whether that's nature or nurture, like women are sort of like presented. Yeah. Um, especially like cis women, you're presented with this thing of like, yeah, you want to settle. Like that's yeah, your exactly. thing. That's your thing. That's funny. Whereas like everybody else is like, you don't want to settle. That's not your thing. So then yeah. you put two people who've been told to settle their whole life together. It's like, oh, great. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's totally. That's really interesting. Mm. I'd love, to, yeah. So, I think it's just like, yeah, it's it's the same as like anything. It's always multifaceted and complicated. Yeah, and yeah. Um, what do you guys rate this episode out of ten? Oh, I don't even know. I really liked, mm. like, I liked it. I thought it was like funny. I really love them all dragging Charlotte. They really drag Charlotte, yeah. and they don't show you moments where they're like poke a tongue out or something like that. There's moments where Miranda is literally like, get over it. Yeah. So <laughs> Charlotte. Oh, and we were gonna say before about um, how we're like. Oh, I think maybe. Oh no, you already said it. But um, how we're like appreciative of like how this relate this um. <laughs> This episode was really relayed. I mean, it feels like it's less relevant because we don't really care that much about these issues anymore, but yeah. we're very <laughs> thankful to the women who fought hard um, to help us not be able to care by this time. Um, like it's this just is like it's true. an amazing journey in the last like whatever years. Um, so thank you to those people. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe like a 6.5 for me. Mm. Um, I think I'd probably give it a seven just because I thought it was um, like neat and oh, it was really neat. I guess um, I don't really know why. I thought I thought it was good and like entertaining um, mm. but without going too deep. Mm. I think I've seen this episode too many times. Like I feel like it was always the episode of Sex and City that was on TV and I was like, oh, Sex and City is on. And I'd mm. be like, oh, I've seen this episode so many times. And yeah. also like I know – so they're like, you fucking slut, you fucking whore. But I was like, actually that, I feel like maybe my sister used to quote that a lot. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was very funny. Um, but then I feel like that kind of shock factor of that kind of has worn down and it just kind of feels a bit empty. But mm-hmm. I do like Samantha having to deal with old women and everyone like, I don't know. I, yeah, I probably give it like a six and a half out of 10. Cause I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, it's good, but I, 
I don't, I feel like this episode means nothing for me now. I mean, no, it means yeah. something, but it feels like, it just feels like an empty shell of an episode because I know that like, I, do, I don't care about this episode. I know. Yeah. Even the moment where like Carrie's like, if, if a guy um, sleeps with a lot of people, he's a good kisser. And if a girl, she's a slut. It's just like, again, it's like, yeah, yeah. We read that Vox piece. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's kind of unfair us watching this episode yeah. in this kind of day and age because I feel like yeah. this is all language and stuff that we've been fed and information we've been fed, especially like a lot, especially over the last 10 years or five years even. Like, especially since like Me Too and stuff Yeah, like legit, yeah. legit. Totally. Um, I haven't seen legit so much, but I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. It's so legit. <laughs> legit. So, yeah, I feel like. It's un- it's almost like unfair to rate this episode. But what I didn't like was the uh, the swipey transitions between the scenes. They kept doing like funky transitions. Doing weird stuff on my hair. Like, yeah, I just yeah. Yeah. it wasn't seamless. So mm, it did no. feel a little bit messy. Yeah, and also Aiden was a bit so yuck. Yeah, Aiden's got a like what's it? Yeah, necklace. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was weird. <laughs> his necklace, and then he's like, they don't even have sex on that. It's just like so much. It's like just get over it. It's not that fucking big a deal. Like, chill. yeah, yeah. And are you are you just shit at sex? Is that what? Yeah, it's like reading like books so you can like fuck someone that you really like really well. Yeah, like, for the first and time. like mind games that he's like going out to a blues club and she's all like clueless the whole night. She's like, well, do you need to go feed Buddy or like whatever his dog's name is? or whatever it is um and he's like, like no tonight i've got a sitter and like i've already planned this out because like tonight's the night and it just feels like really annoying and also that's yuck too like how come yeah. you get to i i would do a fucked thing i'd be like um no Actually, <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be like, a lot of work too. yeah i'd be like sorry i'm still like not feeling it tonight I'd like, like I'd, wake up early yeah yeah i just kill i'd kill it because i'd be like fuck you <laughs> I'd kill it and I wouldn't know why I did it but now but then in hindsight I'd be like oh it it's because it was sense. all the ball was always in his court fuck that yeah shit. it would have been really funny if Carrie like role played like a hectic like southern virgin like I've never had sex before <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be great yeah that would have been sick um, I'm excited for the next few episodes because um, we're watching on Binge. Um, this is not a sponsored post, but I did see that. <laughs> Binge, if you want to sponsor us, do it. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, the next episode or the episode after, I should say, I know that Mr. Big is in it. And I'm excited to see the Ooh, shit hit the fan. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm excited. Because yeah. the time progresses quite quickly. I'm like, wow, there's a lot. Now that I'm like scanning back over what happens for the rest of the seasons, I'm like, a lot of shit happens. But I guess... That's storytelling for you, Cinderella. And we are storytellers. We're storytellers. We're storytellers. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram and email us. Bye. Bye.